1: Listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Uh, I'm getting hyped. hyped. Always hyped. We're getting hyped. and Rich not as hyped as Rich Davis though. Rich Davis, the one-man hype machine. I don't know if it's caffeine or if he was born with it. Maybe both. Maybe both. That's me.
2: Hi, Ramos.
1: Hello. Ramos is here. Danny G on the phones. 877-99 on Fox. Dan Byers on the update. Spotty Boy is on the. On the ones and twos. Um, No, he's not. not. Yeah, the camera ones and the camera twos. Oh, yeah. There's just one camera. He's putting up some video footage for your viewing pleasures at Cavino and Rich at Fox Sports Radio. And the number is 877-99 on Fox. Hope you had a great weekend. And Anthony Davis, Dallas Cowboys, Fred McGriff sort of weekend. Ah. If not, we're going to make it a December to remember. I was going to say something else. I feel like someone
2: else uses that. No, 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 no. (laughs) You mean every car company for the last 40 years? I was going
1: to say something else, like I said, but it's Fox Sports Radio, so i got to have some class, got to have some respect, got to wish you a happy holiday season. Got to say, let's go. Class Act, Steve Covino with Rich. Covino and Rich on social media. And we are back from San Francisco, baby. (laughs) Some good fights this weekend, some soccer, some great football. And that's what we're talking about every Monday. During the NFL season,
2: things that made you go "Hmm," I mean, you know what it is when you look at the NFL Week 13. I'm not saying Week 13, but we said it last week. We're getting to the point in the season where there are teams that are definitely in it and teams that are definitely out of it. So that whole like, "Well, wow, every game means something." Yeah, we're not. We're 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 hitting the point of the season where half the games are like, "Man, eh, who cares." Where in the beginning of the year, every game sort of has an influence because you're like, well, they could turn it around or right, they yeah. may collapse. If you're watching a game like, well, an example, if you're watching the Packers-Bears, I mean, you're watching because you might be a fan of those teams, but, you know, Packers win, Aaron Rodgers got a, another W under his belt, they're 5-8, he waved to the Chicago yeah. crowd. No but impact, like, is that Does that game uh, have standers. any impact? Like, no. Is anyone watching that on their Sunday ticket no. unless you're a Packers fan? No, not at all you're not even flipping to it. No. Um Steelers Falcons another game where you're like, hmm. But then again, the Falcons are 5 and 8 and the Bucks are what what are the Bucks? The Bucks are like only a game better and they play tonight. So, 5 and 8, the Bucks, my friends, are 5 and 6. So, if the Bucks lose tonight, they'd be 5 and 7. They play the Niners next week. The first place team in that division could be three games under 500 after next week. Meanwhile, there's teams like Danny G's Raiders that turned it on late. Teams like the Lions that turned it on late. And it's like, man, why can't I be in that bunk division? Hey, speaking of next week, because again,
1: New Orleans at Tampa Bay tonight. Tampa Bay plays the 49ers next week. Brock Purdy, what, 22 years old? Is that the biggest age difference ever between
2: quarterbacks? Well, I mean... Tom Brady will always be part of that equation, right? Because he's just the oldest. So when he was like 40 I mean, something, yeah, he probably faced someone in their 20s. He's, he's half his age. He's 45, right? Yeah. Brock Purdy he's Can you fact check me? I think 22 or 20. I, I saw something where Brock Purdy said, I'm really excited about this. In fact, I was born when Tom Brady was playing at Michigan. That's to Brock give you a little perspective.
1: Born in 1999, 22 years old. But played with a lot of poise. You know, off the air, we were talking about how, well, maybe because he didn't have time to think about it. Danny G, I actually really, I know you thought I wasn't listening to you, but I was. (laughs) You know, I get in my zone and I look like I'm not caring about it. But he was saying maybe because it all happened so fast, he didn't have time to think. He just got up, strapped his helmet on, went in the game and performed.
2: He didn't have time to psych himself out. Now that he has a week to prepare yeah, and the <laughs> other team has a week to prepare will for Bobby yeah. Hurdy. Yeah, will that make a
1: difference? You could
2: get in your own head. Yeah. And
1: there's so, there's something to be said about that, but we will find out. You got to give the kid a
2: chance, well, right? Yeah, I think next week to, to get off the Niners, because I will, I know I'm a fan, so it's hard for me not to want to talk about them the whole <laughs> it's, show. It's still a big but story. But it's, it's the biggest story and in football. And we were there. It's the biggest story in football this week because the Niners were really sort of emerging as a, a favorite other than you know, the I Eagles, mean, you're, you're in the, shooting
1: for a Super Bowl. You had yeah. all the weapons in place. You had a great defense. All of a sudden, your starting quarterback is out for the season. You know that is a that is a big storyline. But uh, what is the age gap between Purdy and?
3: Well, I'm actually going to go back to October twentieth, twenty twenty one. The Bucks and Chicago Bears. Forty-four-year-old at the time, Tom Brady took on twenty-two-year-old Justin Fields, and that set the NFL record for the largest age gap
1: until, <laughs> until now? now.
3: Now I'm going to look up Purdy's info right now. He yeah. has to be.
1: He has to be. Because if he was four, now he's 45 and 22. Correct. Yeah. So the, hey, we got a new record next
2: week. That's how young this dude is. So if he got his college, if, if Tom Brady got his college girlfriend pregnant, it could be. Brock Purdy. Right. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> okay, so... Not, other- even, not even a high school pregnancy. We're talking like, hey, Regular Tom Brady... That's like... No offense to the people listening in the South. Like, people that get married and have kids at like 20-something. Hey, wait a second. The, Tom Brady could be Brock Purdy's dad. Like, not even like... Not even a teen pregnancy. Like, a pretty legitimate like, oh, we had him at 22 years old.
1: So Wild, right? Other things that made you go, hmm... Hold on.
2: My, my mom was 24 when she had me. Tom Brady... Could have been twenty-three, a new dad. It's baby Brock Purdy. That that's that's pretty wild. So that's next week. And I think pretty wild. to wrap up the Niners talk, I think that next week will be huge as far as really deciding where to go moving forward. If Brock Purdy puts up two hundred yards, two touchdowns, Niners defense plays well, they run the ball a lot, and they beat the Tampa Bay Bucks convincingly. I think you keep rolling with Purdy now. Ramos, if, if Purdy poops to bed next week, and all of a sudden like it's bad, like two picks and right out the gate, and the Niners lose to the Bucks. Yeah, that I wouldn't think, be good. But that was his. That was yesterday, right? He was like 2-10, two touchdowns and, and a pick, right? Yeah, I think it was, and the pick was and the pick wasn't like a right. terrible throw. It was a he threw the ball up and the and the defender beat Ayuk. Like it wasn't like a terrible pick. So yeah, if he does that, you keep rolling with him. If they get beat by the Bucks because Purdy just is rattled. That's when the 49ers have to say, "All right, is there a quick fix? Because this team could win now. Do you call Baker Mayfield if he slips through the uh, waiver cracks, or do you bank on Joshua Johnson? Or, or That's do what you? What do, or do you say? I think uh, a guy
1: like Baker Mayfield, with at least some some experience and some sort of he oh. has le- he has leadership qualities, and he is a spark plug. Whether you like the guy's demeanor." or whether you like him personally or not, right? He does have some qualities about him that, yeah. that could maybe help this team if you're just doing quick dump passes, which I think he's capable of. He may even provide more weapons because at least he's a little quick. But yeah, the, the thing is – You said we were done with the 49ers, yeah, yeah. and you keep rambling on, but Zeppelin style, <laughs> like 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 Robert Plant. I
2: mean
3: – I got a kush lash.
2: I mean, it's my team, and we were there, and, you know, I'm bad luck. The last three 49ers games I went to were – Losses, and one of them was the Super Bowl loss, and now we lost Jimmy Grapple. So maybe I should stay the hell away <laughs> from yeah. any game that Niners play. Blame it on Rich. Blame it on me. I'm sorry, Niner Nation. I will. Um, I will ask you this, Rich. All right. Yeah. So moving on, things that make Brock, you go. Hmm. Brock Purdy, the end. We'll, we'll find out more next week. And in it's, fact, it's not the end. Rich no, will no. bring him up again. No, well, no, because what will happen is next week, depending, like you said, we're so week to week, we're so fickle as fans, right? So if he delivers, it's like, yeah, everyone's on the Brock Purdy bandwagon, and they're gonna be like, maybe it's a maybe it's a story for the ages. This young kid leads him into the playoffs and makes a little noise. Or if he stinks and poops to bed, like I said, maybe the story is the Niners. Maybe they try to entice some guy out of retirement, like a uh, like a Fitz Magic or a. Uh, I heard someone say, well, "What's the chance of like a Drew Brees what are the stepping of, uh, back in when he knows?" Like, oh, like Magic? what? A but Drew Brees. I, I saw this on Twitter. Someone I thought you were going to
1: say like an Uncle Rico
2: or um, uh, or an Al Bundy. Like, yeah, something uh, like that. No, I, someone said a guy like Drew Brees. If you said Drew, you got a great offensive line. Look at these weapons, just. Like, you're Drew Brees. Like, can you entice some yeah, legend his legacy like that? Is with the, no, I, I know. i know just saying. Like, there's, there's there's that's a, a, Yeah, it's a great.
1: Uncle Rico right?
3: is busy on the White Lotus.
1: Uncle Rico is Yeah, Uncle Rico on that show. He is. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So you might have to go Al Bundy then. So, so, all right. So uh, my question is Mike White. Is this story sort of a done deal? Is he not the guy? Is it back to reality? Whoops, there goes gravity. Mike White with the Jets after they get sort of. I don't want to say clobber. They weren't clobbered they weren't by the clobbered Vikings. Not at all. Yeah, they weren't clobbered at all. In fact, the opposite. They came back. They came back at and, and, the end. And they, they couldn't end two deliver. Red zone sort of opportunities. Do you blame that on a Mike White? Is he still your guy, or do you go back to Wilson? That made me say, Well then, hmm. you know, ten and two Vikings, seven and five Jets. Well they they played close, but they still didn't win. Uh Think about that. It made me say, Hmm, because if he if they won and they had the chance to win, then you're sticking with Mike White. There's no question. Uh, that made me say, hmm. But
2: back to your phone calls, 877 uh, Gerald in Southern California. What's up, Gerald?
0: Yes, uh, I think on the Baker Mayfield 49ers, it probably wouldn't be bad. To me, there's only five teams Baker could go to. Three of them would be the Texans, uh, perhaps the Indianapolis Colts, of course they're not in contention you know maybe a backup for the denver bronco the other two teams are in contention the 49ers maybe could use them with their offensive scheme and what you just mentioned maybe the jets might want to give him a try he is solid what you think
2: yeah i mean listen again he's a former number one pick who brought cleveland from winning one game in like a couple years to being a playoff team and then yeah he had a unceremonious exit? Is that a word? From and, Cleveland. And keep in mind
1: what a, what a system could actually do for a quarterback. Exactly. I mean, think of Geno Smith this year. He's in the right system. All of a sudden, he's the greatest guy going. Who's to say that Baker Mayfield doesn't fit into your system, Rich, and all of a sudden, he plays like a superstar? You don't know. Uh, you don't know. Let's go to Dan Byer. Dan, what's on your mind, man? Hey, Dan! You know, I'll just say this about the Niners, not to bring them up again. Yeah. Uh, we. I'm sorry, Rich is done. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Uh, yes, he no, he's not. Uh, yes, he is. No,
2: he's not. Joe Burrow. And the Cincinnati Bengals. Kansas City. I, I, you know, in my mind, I think I overhyped Kansas City. Because in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I feel like it's going to be hard for anyone to beat Mahomes in the playoffs this year. But Kansas City, I mean, they're 9-3 now. Still got, you know, tied for the best record in the AFC. But Cincinnati, we talked about how they had a really tough schedule. I feel like that's the coolest
1: Young guy quarterback matchup in the league. I saw other people comparing it to that's like Manning Brady going at it in their prime. Like, I think that's the closest we're going to see right now to
2: two of the best going head-to-head. We talked about how the Bengals, in order for the Bengals to make the playoffs, they were going to have to beat a lot of good teams. And so far, since we made that statement a couple weeks ago here on Fox Sports Radio, you know who they beat? They beat the Titans, and they beat the Chiefs. They still have the Bills and the Ravens. making a statement. You know, they have to play in Tampa against Tom Brady. They have to play in New England against Belichick. They have a tough schedule, but so far, they're answering the call. I think a lot of people last year thought that there was a fluke. That yeah. They got to the Super Bowl, and I think this year's seeing that they actually really are a very good
0: team. Oh, yeah.
2: They they started out a little rough. Remember, they lost a couple games that couldn't win either way. Yeah, I mean, 8-4, and four and they, they just beat the Chiefs, so... 8-4. Def- definitely a team to consider. And if you remember, in the beginning of the year, the Bengals lost by a field goal an opening week to the Steelers. They were 0-1. Then they lost to the the Cowboys by a field goal in a very close game, 0-2. And... Then they, they lost to the Ravens by two a couple weeks later. So there were a couple games that could win either way. And now you're seeing the Bengals, much like much like a starting pitcher who you know is an ace, and he starts the year like one and three with a bad ERA. You're like, yeah, by the end of the year, he'll have 15 games. He'll win 15. That's how I feel about the Bengals. You knew they'd turn it around a little bit, but they're beating good teams. Let's not sleep on the Cincinnati Bengals. And uh,
1: I have a question for Danny G. And it has nothing to do with the Raiders, even though the Raiders, what, they won three in a row? That makes
2: you say, hmm. Like, man, why didn't they turn it on sooner? Maybe Josh McDaniels sort of proved like, hey, you know, we lost some close ones. That that might be on me, but moving forward, you, you can't hate on the team and what they're doing, right?
3: Josh Jacobs, along with Devontae Adams, are so fun to watch. The two home run hitters for the Raiders offense. Yeah. What had been missing all season for the Raiders was some consistent play on the D-line and getting after the quarterback. And they were all over Herbert from the start of the game yesterday. Chandler Jones came off the milk carton and showed up. He was the missing link there with Max Crosby.
1: I think we realized they don't suck by any means, you know, not that we ever thought they did, but they really don't. It's like they don't, the the Texans stink. The the Raiders just couldn't put it together. You know, they couldn't put it together, but they got a lot of weapons, a lot of potential. No, it took them too
3: long to find their stride, but they found it.
2: Yeah. That's it's a bummer. Like if, if you said if you said lions too though. Look at uh, look how the they play line, when they're when they're there's a there's a few teams right now. Yeah. That if you said. Hey, a race weeks one through five, and let's say we would have started. i the know, Raiders and the Lions are in that conversation. The Raiders and the Lions are playoff contenders, and there's a couple teams that, like, I think the Giants would be in trouble. Like, the Giants are on the downward trajectory. Uh, sorry, Giants fans. I, I know I've been hating on them every week, but there's certain teams that are gonna limp into the playoffs, and certain teams that got hot that just don't have enough gas. The Raiders are going to run out of gas and be stranded on the side of the road. <laughs> my uh,
1: my question to Danny, our resident Raiders and, and Lakers fan, was actually about the Lakers. Oh, let's change It just made me say, hmm, because, you know, as as the season goes on, I get more and more into the NBA. That, that's just a fact. So we're going to be talking more and more about the NBA. You know, Cavino and Rich, we're more, I, I'm a big baseball guy. Uh, and, of course, we're all talking football all the time, but we'll be talking more basketball Danny G, what what is up with Anthony Davis? Do you get second wind? Like I see his stat lines the past few days. Did he like, remember that he's Anthony Davis? Yeah, like honestly, it may, <laughs> no, because it makes Man. you say, "Hmm." It's like is all of a sudden he feeling healthy? Like he's Anthony Davis. He struggled with injury, but now his numbers seem like like Anthony Davis numbers out
3: of nowhere. If any of your favorite teams are stinking it up right now, let me talk to you for a second. (laughs) Hang in there. Okay. Because just a few weeks ago, the Raiders had lost three in a row. True. The Lakers couldn't beat anybody. And all the jokes were pouring in about LeBron and AD. It didn't seem like any lineup, any mixed match uh, combination could fix what was going on with the Lakers. They just couldn't shoot. Anthony Davis, of course, always battling injuries since he's been in LA. But this is the Anthony Davis that Laker fans were so excited about to see come to Los Angeles, because when we watched him as a Pelican, he was an undeniable force on the court. I remember watching him dunk on three different guys at the same time in a Pelicans game. And so when there were those rumors that he was going to come to the Lakers, I was like, this is one of the most dominant players in the league. I can't wait to see him in purple and gold. And that is the Anthony Davis we've been seeing the past 10, 11 games. This dude all of a sudden has the hot touch shooting uh, under the basket defense everything have you seen the stat line on him in the past, 10 the
1: past 10 games and then especially the last
3: two games right and one of them was against Giannis and the Bucks. and against I, the Bucks, he had 44 points 10 rebounds I felt like a jinx because anytime I would turn my Lakers on to watch them even if they had a lead and they were leading by six to eight points within a couple of minutes they'd be down by eight it would <laughs> flip like that. And now I was listening to that uh, Laker Bucks game mm-hmm. and they never gave up the lead. And Anthony Davis was just nonstop in the paint, slamming on fools. And that's what's been going on now in Lakerland. Suddenly they're almost at 500 and he's in the talk for possible mvp if if he could keep playing anything yeah. like this he's one of the candidates so yeah, At least like
1: out of nowhere people are now saying mvp like and in a few weeks ago you're like what happened
2: to, to the anthony davis i met at the beach I mean, could, could we be downplaying like perhaps he feels literally a hundred percent that's because what there, gonna there, gonna there, guys that, like, there health are guys that like, we guys, really uh, underestimate
1: how banged up people yeah. are and you really have to give credit to everyone's constant belief in, their, in themselves. You know what I mean? Like it's easy to waver when you read social media and people are counting you out and you're the worst guy ever and you stink and you're not worth the money and you're done and what happened to you. The fact that these guys don't let that, I mean, they do,
2: but it, the fact that he hasn't is amazing. Who was recently very honest? I think it was Tua on the Dolphins. Didn't he say like, you know, you start to doubt yourself. Like, am I good enough? Should I even be here? Like, am I, what, what's going on? And then, you you know, he felt that way before he started. He had a bad game yesterday. But until Tua emerged this year, a lot of athletes, no matter what's a sport, probably have that little doubt for a minute. Like, did I lose it? Do I not have what I thought right. I had? Am I, do, I not, do I not belong here the way I thought There's I did? There's no doubt. So and, the fact and that you're able to turn it around like that says a lot about who they know they are. And sometimes a guy being 100% healthy versus, yeah, I'm playing. Yeah, but like my, my ankle hurts, or my toe hurts. If some guy's feeling great, that's such a, a game changer. And at 10 and 12, it just shows the NBA season. So it's so young. They're two and a half games away from the five seed. I mean, if you look at the five seed, it's the Sacramento Kings at 13 and nine. Uh, Lakers at 10 and 12. Like you you win seven, you win seven out of 10 and, and they win uh, four out of 10 and go get cold. You're a top five team in the, in the Western Conference. So the season is far from over. And if Anthony Davis and that team could play to the potential we thought. I mean, geez, who knows? It's just
1: amazing to see how everyone's saying, oh, you know, this guy's done or he's not the same guy. And he comes back and he's lighting it up now. And now the same people are saying he stinks, are saying, man,
0: MVP numbers. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field.
2: Nutrifol.com, spelled N U T R A F O L, promo code C R Show. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code C R Show.
1: We're Cavino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. Hope you had a nice weekend. Hope you enjoyed your football, your World Cup, your Christmas decorations, your Tyson Fury fight. Like, oh, yeah,
3: I forgot Fury was fighting. USA, say, were you guys up early before your well, trip on Saturday?
2: Let me tell you, I uh I woke up and by the time I turned it on, I was like, Oh, it's like ten minutes in. It was like, oh, let me order a coffee, ask my wife what she wants, and boom, one nothing. I'm like, they're losing one nothing already. And I'll be honest, I felt uh I felt bad doing this, but I record some of the music stuff for Sirius XM. I'm also on Sirius XM every day. And I recorded all my stuff ahead of time. Saying the U.S. lost, well, because we were traveling, the, yeah. and I was like, if I have to, <laughs> I was like, if I have to go back and correct it, there's a way to do it. But I was like, I'm gonna. Oh, so you jinxed them. Yeah, it was,
1: it was all on me. So if Secretly you wonder why they lost, you were rooting against them. So if you were listening, maybe to maybe like, you were uh, rooting a
2: little harder. They might have won. If you were listening to SiriusXM Hits One or a Pop Two K or any of the pop channels, and you heard me say, "Oh man, bummer about Team USA," I recorded that Friday with the anticipation <laughs> that it wasn't going to go well. Well, check
1: this out, guys. We uh, had to pre-record some stuff because we were taking a little trip, a weekend trip. We talked about it first hour. If you missed it, please subscribe to the podcast for free. Search Covino and Rich wherever you stream your podcast. We talked about our trip to San Francisco to see, well, the big injury. We saw it play out live. Yeah. But they still beat the Dolphins convincingly with Purdy 33-17. And Rich Knight, and on a side note, aside from the game, had a wonderful time catching up with friends and just taking in the city. We did share a room. That Whoa. was an update. You know, people were wondering, like, are you guys really going to share a room? You're grown men. You're grown men. You work for Fox Sports. You have five jobs each. But you know what I looked you at it can't for?
2: Splurge. I looked at it this way: if if the room is three or four hundred bucks, a couple hundred bucks each. You know what that paid for? That paid for the nice dinner, the steak dinner, it, and the bottles yeah. of wine, and the you know
1: crab cake appetizer, oh. and the seafood. Oh. When we talked about that, a lot of people were like,
2: "Well, you're not sharing
1: a bed, right?" Well, here's how it turned out: we actually you didn't sleep on room. the floor, did you? No, no, no. You said we, said actually, you were going we got to. a room, and we were only there one night. Yeah, and it was. Our buddy Gabe in one bed, and me and Rich shared the other bed. I didn't know. If I knew that was going to happen, I would have got
3: my own.
2: Hey,
1: room. Either oh, way, man. we, did,
3: we, we, had another, we had another. We gathered. had another friend. Did you join at us. least build, uh, build a pillow wall? No.
1: It was like, uh, no, like playing
2: trains I, with automobiles. But I did give Rich a Dutch oven. <laughs> Those aren't yeah. pillows.
1: I did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> that's embarrassing. I did own them a few times in the middle of the night. That's
2: embarrassing.
3: Um, <laughs> did you at least like have your own blanket, or were you under the same comforter?
1: Dude, I didn't even think twice. You're eating and drinking all day, right? So by the time you get to the room, I'm passed out. So you worrying about rich. You shared a comforter. We shared a bed, but no, I had but a did great you time. No, share a comforter? But it was a hundred dollars a person. Otherwise, it would have been a three hundred dollar a night room. That went to stakes and good times. I didn't mind one bit. We had a great time. Stop dodging my question. At the Forty ers Dolphins game this weekend, we shared a blanket. I, so, I said, I said okay. to uh,
2: says it all. I said to I don't even do that. Ask me the question, my, Mike. Uh, Mike, who runs this place? Oh, the guy that (laughs) signs your checks? You mean the birthday boy? his birthday? Yeah. How come it wasn't on the iHeart Daily email? He's the boss. He's trying to be humble about it. Uh Oh. Well, Mike, who runs this place, was like, hey, how'd the the Dolphins show up? Oh, and Dan Byer asked us, too. How'd the Dolphins show up, fans-wise? There was a lot of Dolphins fans there, but I did not see... Many new jerseys, if that makes sense. You saw a lot of Merinos, a lot of Dupers, a lot of Mark Clayton's, a lot of greasies a lot of old school Dolphins up. I didn't see many young people like rocking a Tyree Killer or Tua. And I thought I would, to be honest, like anyone that traveled, the Dolphins fans were all rocking vintage. Mm-hmm.
1: I noticed that too. Yeah. But I, I also noticed that Dolphins fans weren't being harassed. They were having fun and it was a
2: good time. So happy to be back. <laughs>
1: It was a fun game to be
2: at. The weather was beautiful. I got to tell Danny the story and and Ramos. Oh, Ramos saw this before. Do you remember we went to our pal Jason Stewart's birthday party who is producing Doug Gottlieb show? Yes. And the whole joke was anytime there's good-looking middle-aged Latina women, they all flock to Covino. That was like the whole joke. Maybe they think I'm attainable. There he That's is. good, right? I don't know. But we I, w- I
1: want to not look at the I want to be like maybe I'm, maybe I'm too good.
2: Uh. <laughs> maybe I'm out of their league, Ramos. So like we, that was the whole joke. But we were, you know, happy to go to our, our, our buddy Jason's birthday party, and it was like, man, anytime there's like good-looking middle-aged Hispanic women, they all love Covino, right? Love milfs. Uh, yeah, and 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 that was the whole thing. Like all of the all of Jason's, you know, beautiful. You know, girls' friends were like, and cousins like, oh, Kavino. Because well, maybe they're thinking, we can't get Mario Lopez, but maybe we can get this guy. Yeah, maybe. We go to the Niners game, and Cavino's sitting on the end. Like, let's say we were with, like, seven buddies. Cavino's K- in the end seat, and next to him is middle-aged, very sweet, very nice, middle-aged Latina woman. Did she bring snacks? Bro, she was talking to Covino the whole game. She bought snacks. him a churro. Sure. She, she, she she came back from the snacks. she came back and she's like, I bought you a seltzer and a hot dog. And he's like, Oh, thank you. you no, know she's like, Yeah, but I'm really enjoying your company. <laughs> oh. I'm like, High Kavino, five, yo, bro. Oh, man, yeah, Covino is catnip I for middle aged Hispanic women. Yeah. <laughs> had a little, I had a little sugar mama for the game. <laughs> nice. See, I'm saving money, man. And then I said, Get this. This is great. So, not only is she buying Kavino snacks, Kavino's not interested. He has a girlfriend, but he's very polite, you know, very nice It girl. was but, all in fun, it like, was, it was very, all in the spirit. Very Everybody nice, was woman. having fun. But, I mean, so, I wasn't going to
1: den- How awkward would it be if I said, I'm sorry, ma'am, thanks for the hot dog gesture, but I can't, I'm taken. Like what a loser I would yeah, be! So he, I was he like, he he gets a
2: hot dog a yeah. churro. She
1: brings up she he's got a sugar mama. I at thought the, it was weird when she was burping me after the hot dog. <laughs> 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 that a boy. That was that a little boy. weird when she put me over her lap. I I did find it
2: funny mama. because with her sandal, <laughs> with her chunkla, with her chunkla, while while Covino is uh, you know being winded, winded and dined at the Niners game by his new sugar mamita, he uh, he goes hey one second. You'll break out your phone. He had her go to podcast and download our podcast oh, for Fox man. Sports Radio. Wow. So not only did he get a new subscriber, wow. he got a free hot dog and a churro out of it. One
1: at a time. One mamita at a time. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's always been my uh, my admission statement. One mamita. Brick house by brick house. Yeah, yeah. One, brick
2: by brick. One
1: mamita. Go one mommy a, at a time. Go to a Bed Bunny concert, Camino. Let's see how you do. Yeah, <laughs> can't wait. And she's like, I'll be listening. Oh, see? see? If she's listening now, she, you just called her middle-aged. Maybe she was like... Maybe she was like the young thirties. Anyway, we're back from San Francisco, had a great time and we did share a bed and I have no regrets, but I will tell you this, came back today to find out that Fred McGriff was elected to the hall of fame by contemporary era committees, ever, ever. right? That's how they're Oprah. describing it. Fred McGriff was a unanimous choice among the 16 members of the inaugural Contemporary Baseball Era Committee, which considered a ballot of eight candidates whose primary contributions to the game took place after 1980. A player needed 75% of the vote to be elected.
2: We talked about this weeks ago. We so did. What was
1: the, what's the so, outcome? So the outcome is, out of all the players, Palmero, Clemens, Bonds, Albert Bell, Dale Murphy, Kurt Schilling, Don Mattingly, Fred McGriff, only Fred McGriff... Got the votes needed. He got 16 votes, 100% of the votes. Who came close? To make it. Mattingly was next with 50% of the votes. He got got eight votes. Is he eligible ever again or is that it? There was a lot of articles leading up to the actual vote saying only three of these guys are even deserving of the Hall of Fame honor. honor. And that is Fred McGriff, Don Mattingly, and Dale Murphy because they were never associated with cheating in any way. So that was one stance that a lot of people were taking. And I honestly, I don't care if, if steroid guys ever do get in, but I think you have to acknowledge those first, those Mattingly's, those Murphy's, those McGriff's, before you acknowledge a Rafael Palmero. Hey. But either way, when you look at the breakdown of the votes, all the people associated with steroids got less than four votes out of the, what did you need, about nine votes, ten votes? He was just shy. Yeah. Because Mattingly got fifty percent with eight votes, but anyone steroid related Wait, Barry on. Bonds, hold Clemens, the, the, Palmeiro, the math, Bell.
2: The math is not tough. McGriff got hundred percent with sixteen. Mattingly got half, fifty percent with eight votes. What did you need to win? Seventy-five percent of the vote. So twelve. So you needed twelve votes. You needed twelve.
1: So anyone, of anyone even remotely close to a steroid
2: allegation. Got like four or less. Got less than four votes. Which would be less than 25% when you do the math. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> not even close to 12 votes, which shows me that if they're not going to get in through this contemporary baseball era committee, they never, never, yeah, never yeah, getting in. I don't in. think it'll work. That's, that's really what I got out of this whole thing. And if they do it again, you got to figure if Mattingly got 50%, then he'll probably get in eventually. And Curt Schilling, even though it wasn't Curt Schilling involved... He had a bloody bloody sock, but he he was also... uh, He got 43% of the vote. Dale Murphy, I thought, should have been higher. He got six votes. So that's the update there. And I do want to congratulate Fred McGriff, the crime dog. The guy put up ridiculous numbers, you know, when you look at what he did. He had a long career. He had a 19-year career. He had just under 2,500 hits. Here, and here's a stat. just under my biggest pet peeve. He had 493 home runs. It could have get seven more. Yeah, so just well, under 500 th- home runs. There's
2: a stat that McGriff has that I don't. No one else could say this. He has 30. He he's had seasons of 30 home runs or more for five different franchises. That's yeah, it's incredible. That's a, that's a. I mean, that shows that he's hopped around the league quite a bit. But you know, and five he finished, teams. He
1: finished top 10 in MVP MVP balloting six different seasons.
2: So so congrats to the crime
1: dog. Props to him. You know, he well deserved and that's my take on that. And I know Ramos you said you had an opinion. Do you share in my uh statement here? Or
0: I did share you I share in your opinion that um those other guys will not get in. Yeah, that's what the main point. That's it. I don't share in your opinion that he is a Hall of Famer. I do not think he, my friend Griff is a Hall of Famer. I think these no. guys, I think these okay. guys, I
2: think these guys are borderline guys too, Ramos. Yes. So I'm more oh. on your side. Yeah. If he, they are in, in, I'm not like, oh man, how are they in? But, but I don't think there need to be a fight but for But put this in perspective McGriff, to be. All honest. right, Fox Sports Radio Nation,
1: before we move on. Albert Bell, probably not ever getting in. Barry Bonds, probably not ever getting in. Clemens, Palmero, probably not ever getting in based on this. Right. That was their that was their chance to see at least where they stood. Damn buyer. What say you, my friend? A <laughs> yeah,
3: couple of things, guys, just to add on to that. So in three years, the guys that did not make the uh the haul on that vote could be voted in. Okay, because cool. there's a couple of different stages um that they vote. Um next year they'll vote for like GMs and managers and I guess umpires, and then the next year they're going to vote for players who played pre-1980 that may be on the fringe. So just to answer that question, if Bonds or Clemens or Schilling, it's going to have to be a three-year wait. What
2: the public sentiment is like in three, four years, I guess we'll see. It could change, yeah.
3: Absolutely. Uh, Trey Turner is changing teams, going to the Phillies, 11-year deal, $300 million. And at the World Cup, Brazil top South Korea today, 4-1. They'll face Croatia on Friday, who bested Japan on penalty kicks, 3-1. Guys, back to you.
2: Thank you, Dan. Thanks, now, Dan. Now, uh, coming up, I have to tell you something so inappropriate Cavino did at the tailgate. One of our buddies uh, just uh, reminded me. Cavino pulled a really inappropriate move at the tailgate. And uh, someone asked, did you share the hot dog with her, like you both ate one end?
0: No, <laughs> no, I okay. was just trying to get
2: romantic. I was okay, just trying to okay. be uh, a nice guy. All right, but what did Camino do with the tailgate that was inappropriate? We'll get to that. Plus, some of the free agent signings of baseball, all as we wrap up the show next on Fox
0: Sports Radio. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field.
2: You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So, listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's
1: tirerack.com slash sports. Tirerack.com. The way tire buying should be. All I'll say is this if you think you deserve something nice, well, then you better subscribe to our podcast for free. I, I, I think, I we, think we should announce
3: comment. it Friday. What do you guys
1: think? Yeah. Yeah, Friday, yeah. Right, well.
2: Friday, major announcement. We're going to be giving away some cool stuff. We'll explain it. But everything you, you on get Friday. ahead of the game, though, subscribe
1: mm-hmm. to our podcast, Cavino nice, and Rich. We a nice podcast.
2: Leave a nice review. And
1: uh, that's all we'll say for now. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Hope you had a nice weekend of Christmas decorations, Christmas cookies, buying some presents, whatever you're doing, putting your tree up and hope you enjoyed your football again tonight. Saints, Buccaneers, my prediction, Buccaneers win. Tom Brady takes off that stupid camo hat. He's been rocking that, that digital looking camo Mm -hmm. hat. And he puts on a big stupid noggin boss hat
2: tonight. <laughs> that could happen. That giant hat. I doubt it. I told you I would buy you uh coffee or lunch yeah, the rest of the that's, month. That's
1: my prediction. And um, Ooh, take that bet. I feel like I had one more thing to say, Rich. Um
2: you, oh. were, you were gonna say, listen to Rich and buy a half a point, bucks minus two and a half tonight.
1: No, 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 that's not not what I was going to say, but if you want to do that, you can do that too. I want to remind you that tomorrow we're doing Tyson Trivia. It's another Tyson Tuesday, Iron Mike Trivia, so play along at home. We have a very special guest, fake Iron Mike, tomorrow on the Covino uh, and Rich Show.
2: I heard Brady Quinn on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe talking about how it was interesting that up until yesterday, mm-hmm. the Niners were talking about, "Hey, what could we do with Jimmy G and Trey Lance moving forward? Is there a way? What's what's the solution?" Things change quick, and man. now just like that, you probably saw Jimmy G take his last snap as a 49ers Such quarterback. Such is life, Which, Anything could happen. Hey, life Anything changes. Could happen. Hey, listen, uh, l- l- you know Jimmy G broke his foot. Take a good look at me because when I get home, I'm getting on a ladder to put Christmas lights up, so <laughs> I I can come in here tomorrow with a broken foot. <laughs> I'm gonna to try to put them on the the peak of my garage, and I've never done it before, so I'm like, oh we'll see how this goes. Um, so one thing about the Niners, and then I gotta tell you what Cavino did at this tailgate. I'm reading I'm reading a bunch of stuff on how, because of how the waivers process works in sports, there could be teams that just F with the Niners on purpose, the Rams being one of them. Because if a team ahead of the 49ers in the, the waiver wire order. Could just pick up Baker Mayfield knowing that we might not need him.
1: Could he deny it? Like what sort of no, stance yeah, yeah no, that's it. So
2: it's like the Rams, for instance. The Rams. how Hey, Rams, how bad do you hate the Niners? You know, Matthew Stafford's been banged up. Do you take Baker Mayfield as an fu to San Francisco and say, "Hey, you're not getting Baker. Sorry."
0: It's a good point. And by the way, Stafford that's out for the rest of the season. I think he's on the injury reserve Oh now. yeah, yeah. No, yeah so yeah, yeah, they, I mean,
2: they could the they Rams. Might, they might want the Rams, who their season's done. They could say, "Well, you know what? We don't want to see the 49ers win. It's not going to cost us much. We'll take Baker." Kind of like a block,
0: like yeah. A, block, a yeah. big
2: C block in the world of the NFL could happen. Um, but I got to tell you, what Kavino did. Our buddy, oh. our buddy Mike reminded us of me so of this. Shout out to our buddy Mauser from Kentucky who was at the game with us. He said, Are we gonna forget that Cavino asked a stranger to pee in their tent? Did you use someone else's pee tent? So Oh, oh, oh no, oh, I oh. used my Vato card. You're just jealous that you don't have one. Oh, the Vato card? I used my Vato card. I gave a Vato nod. I, I made it happen. Rich
1: explained, but yeah. So we're in the,
2: the, the tailgate area, the parking lot at Levi in in Santa Clara. Had porta-potties, but there was a long-ass line, and it was actually a little far away. Cavino went and came back. He's like, I'm not waiting there. Well, I wanted to have a good time. I don't want to wait in line the whole time to use the bathroom. So we see some dude, some straight-up Niners fans from Northern California, got their high socks, got their, you know, Vato gear on, and Cavino sees this guy. He has a tiny little tent and a bucket. I guess they, I don't know if it's legal or not, but you go in this little tent. By the and way, I guess it's, a, it's a tailgating
1: thing, though. He wasn't the only guy. I saw a bunch of people had their own little personal sort of tents like the tiniest, designated for this. It's patient. like the
2: tiniest little portable tent. It's like, called, what's it called? It's like spot? a changing tent. Like you, you've seen them on, like, maybe like a set of a, like a, a, a shoot or something. From Some Shark Tank, I yeah, thought. But inside this tent is a little bucket,
1: right? So that way you don't have to wait for
2: a porta One potty. Covino approached a stranger and was like, "Yo, could I pee in your bucket?" And he gave him a look like, "Like, uh, yo, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Mexican. You're Mexican." And he did the whole, as he calls it, the Vato nod. And the
1: let guy's
3: me, like, "Let me borrow your urination station."
2: <laughs> yeah. So Covino goes in here. Hey, there's not yes. that many times the Vato card works to your advantage. This time it did. He peed in the bucket. <laughs> and then I see, as we're all getting ready to go into the stadium, we're helping some of our friends break down their tents and stuff. Like good friends should do, right? I see the guy who's, who Cavino used his little tent. The guy puts on rubber gloves, and I yeah. see him making a knot no. in a garbage bag full of pee. No, And yeah. I'm like, kid, this guy's clean up Cavino's <laughs> pee. No. You, know what oh. know what I, you know what I hit him with? You know what I hit him no. with, Danny
1: G? He respected it. I was like... Hermano. And he's like, hey, what's up? I'm like, yo, bro, I can't wait in line. I put a little, like, vato lean into it. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait in line, Holmes. Yeah. You know, like, maybe I could use your
2: tent. He's like, no problem, bro. Fine. All right, well, so, listen, we'll it. see you guys tomorrow. Enjoy your Monday night football. Until then, you baby. See you in the promised land. Bye. <laughs>